Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. I get a lot of emails and phone calls from moms who are struggling to help their child navigate peer conflict. Besides the heartache this can bring, things get tricky when the struggles happen between friends and when you're friends with the other parents or when there's layers to the story that make it extra complicated. And while there isn't always a perfect or immediate solution, there are things we can do as parents to guide our children well in this crucial life skill that they will need to succeed in relationships, marriage, and their career. Whether you're listening to this episode alone, with your daughter, or with a friend, I hope you find it relevant and helpful. This message is also available on my website as a new blog post. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. As a parent, there's nothing more heart-wrenching than seeing your child upset. Typically, it is conflict with a peer that gets them down. Kids can put on a tough act at school and in their extracurricular activities, but when they get home or in your car for pickup, the walls come tumbling down. They save their heartache and their hurt for you, sometimes in the form of a meltdown. As a parent, it's hard to choose a response. Do you get involved or not? Is it enough to comfort your child and guide them? Or should you take it a step further? And while some events are clear-cut bullying and warrant parental involvement, most incidents fall in a gray area. Many incidents today that get called bullying are actually kids just being mean, rude, or insensitive. There are no tidy answers, but I do know this. Not every problem your child faces will have immediate closure. Not every offense deserves a call to another parent, a school, or a coach. Your first instinct is not always your best instinct especially if you want to go nuclear. Sadly, we live in an age of nuclear reactions. We live in a time where even adults lack boundaries and act out on rash emotions that make us lose credibility. Remember how it used to be rude to call someone after 9 p.m.? Well, now we have text and email. At any hour, we can give someone a piece of our mind, shooting off frustration, anger, and outrage. We can write things or type them out that we would never say out loud if we just took a minute to breathe, calm down, and think. Peer conflict among children has always existed, but what's different now is heightened emotions among parents. Nobody wants to be that parent, yet when our child is upset, our instinct is to fix the person or the situation that's causing the hurt. We often spring into action before thinking and exasperate the problem. So how do you help your child handle peer conflict that falls in the gray zone? According to a Today Parents article, you start by gathering information, staying calm when they're hurt, not freaking out, and remembering this from Samir Hinduja. Many times, unfortunately, when a child goes to a well-meaning adult, that adult will make it a big deal or do something counterproductive that makes the child think, man, I should have just kept my mouth shut and suffered silently. This statement aligns perfectly with the message of a parenting panel I once took part of. The panel consisted of me, a junior high counselor, a teen counselor, and an elementary school principal of 30 years. Through our collective experiences, we developed four guidelines for parents to help a child resolve peer conflict. Number one, listen to your child. Make sure that they feel heard. Number two, show no emotion. Stay calm, breathe, look at the big picture, and ask yourself if you need to intervene. Number three, put it back on your child by asking the right questions, like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to get involved or make a phone call? Nine times out of ten, the child knows what to do and doesn't want or need intervention. And number four, help your child brainstorm options. How do you think you should handle this? If you were the principal or the coach, what would you do? I received an Instagram message once from a mother who empowered her daughter through a difficult teammate. She wrote, 
I was able to apply some of your teachings tonight to my youngest who plays soccer. She continually gets in the car after practice, frustrated with one teammate who is very bossy, steals the ball, and gets her way. It finally dawned on me today to ask her what she could learn from this little girl. Not only can she learn to be kind and a team player, she can also learn to be a better soccer player because of her. When she tries to steal the ball, be a faster runner and defender, and instead of always feeling so frustrated, feel satisfaction that because this little girl acts this way, you will become a better person and soccer player. My daughter is 10, and I think she really got it. Conflict is a part of life, and in every season, our children will encounter it. What's helpful to remember is that our children and their peers are still young. They're learning and making mistakes, yet we often expect them to have mastered skills that many adults don't possess. While there are certainly times when parents should get involved, I believe in saving those phone calls for bigger events so that we don't lose credibility and stop being heard because we go postal over every offense. When you're at a loss for answers, be a sounding board for your child. Listen, empathize, and offer a long-term perspective. Teach your child how to handle conflict respectfully, and they may later become friends with the offender and be a positive influence in their life. Help them create healthy boundaries, and they gain a critical life skill that will help them deal with hurtful people. Encourage kindness and doing the right thing, and you'll keep them on track to finding friendship and real joy. Most importantly, give your child hope and encouragement. Remind them that they don't have to be best friends with everyone, but they should be kind. And if they continue doing the right thing, they will build a network of peer relationships that helps them become the people they're meant to be. Friends, thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends, leave a ratings or review, and subscribe on iTunes so you can access new episodes as soon as they drop. Also, my new book for moms of teenage girls is now available, and it's getting a terrific response, so check it out in the show notes. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you, and I'm praying for you and those special girls in your life.